Hey everyone, thanks for listening to Riftwalkers. If you're enjoying the show, let us know and leave a review or tell your friends. That's the best way to help out the podcast. Now, with a mysterious man confronting Luca and Mick at Swordpoint, let's get right to the story. Enjoy! In the courtyard outside of Ron's secret base, Mick and Luca stand with the mysterious man, who's just pointed his rapier at Luca. Luca smacks it away from him. Uh, he cuts your palm. That's fine. You so. That's fine. I smack it away, getting a cut on my palm, turn it around, say I have no interest in talking to you, twit, and oh, leaves. Or how? unless he impedes me in some way. He doesn't, but he simply goes, how rude. Now that's not good sportsmanship. What was your name? (laughs) (laughs) It's Luca. And over my shoulder, I just say, once bitten, twice shy. And I'm gone. Like, I I literally just... Everybody knows what that means. (laughs) What does that mean? (laughs) It means that once someone has screwed you over once, you're more reluctant to let them have the opportunity. Oh, okay. Did did he screw you over? Yeah. Well, I mean... I mean, for me, it was when I had the absolute confidence that any worldly being would not have been able to stop me from picking his pocket. Ah. And yet he stopped me. With a 20, I feel like Luke would have been like, there is no way this guy could have known that I was reaching for that. So something beyond my ability is going on here. Anyway, so as you go to the door, the barred door in the back of the courtyard and attempt to open it, it does not budge. I do not turn around. I merely refuse to acknowledge the existence of this being. I am a two-year-old. <laughs> Are you continuing to like <laughs> rattle the door? No, 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 no. Like, so I try to open it. I realize I cannot. I leave it closed, and I just stand there not looking. Like, literally, I'm a two-year-old. I'm standing there not looking at him. Oh, come on, Lucia. What's a little sport? (laughs) Luca is not saying anything. Yes, yes. Your last match ended in a draw. Wouldn't you rather win one? (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, you see Luca mime over his shoulder. With just an open hand going up and down. <laughs> and if any of the pl- oh viewers could look at Luca, gosh. his eyes would be rolling to the back of his head. <laughs> just a question on the timing of this. After I was done with Lyrian, I went out to go see if I could see what's going on in the courtyard. So I'm just assuming this all happened before yes. Reese got out. Okay. So then Reese opens the door and standing right in front of you is then Luca making a <laughs> lewd gesture with his hand. <laughs> Luca, upon seeing the door open and Reese exiting, says, thank you, Reese, and walks in. Reese is kind of confused and takes a few steps out into the courtyard, and he sees Mick standing there. Did you have your rapier drawn, or was it still sheathed? They sheathed their swords. So Mick's just standing there, still looking at the door, and a man, now between the door and the man, am I able to tell clearly who it is, or do I just think yes. it's the guy with his rapier drawn? No, it's you're like, oh, that's the guy we stood up. <laughs> Except However, we didn't because it's still the same day. Yeah, it's the same day. Oh yeah, that's right. <laughs> <laughs> Reese had no 
standing reason to feel ill will towards this man. He just remembered we didn't really go along with his way. So he he approaches the man, just kind of walks out to the courtyard, doesn't get super close, but close enough that you can have, hold a conversation with him. And what are you doing here? Well, I was just come to see if I could offer my assistance again to your little band. <laughs> a little band. I, I see you've changed. Do you belong to this band? And he gestures towards the building. Uh, no, no, I am my own being, believe me. Well, I dare not speak for my own group, so if you wish to speak with us, you may, but I feel you have to wait out here until the rest of us are ready. I am patient. I have waited a long time. And Reese just kind of nods his head more to himself than anything and turns around and follows Luca back inside. He sits down, not like ignoring Mick, but just as if he has other things to do. He just sits down right in the courtyard, and he takes out a handkerchief or something of that sort from his person, and he wipes off his rapier of Luca's blood, and then he takes a little vial, and he gets as much of that blood off of that handkerchief into that little vial, corks it, and puts it back. What does Mick react to this? Like, he's trying very hard to get as much blood as he can off of this rag, and it's obviously insufficient. Not even a drop into this vial. And he just goes, hmm, unfortunate. Well, each to their own, I suppose. I like to play the loot. You like to take blood from handkerchiefs? I guess that's... What are you doing there, by the way? <laughs> you seem to be more of the... How to put this? Jesting sort. I told your new friends a riddle a while back, and they were uh, opposed to the entire idea. They were very unsportsmanlike. You, however, seem to be one who maybe can crack the code. Crack the code? What are you talking about? Well, it's just a simple game of riddles. I tell you a riddle. If you get the correct answer... You may have something from me. And if, of course, you answer incorrectly, I may have something from you. Hmm. Well, I don't have much on me, so... What the heck? Let's do it. Believe me, you have much to proffer. Now, are you ready? I wish you hear it. Maybe answer it. Maybe, maybe not. Perhaps I'll just leave if I can't get it right. So long as you don't answer incorrectly, then yes, you would not owe me anything. Continue. Very well. This is the exact same riddle that I told your new friends just this morning. He takes an apple, seemingly out of nowhere, and begins eating it. Now, I eat dirt before eaten, from noble to cretan. I won't scream when burned. I am cut and spurned. But I'll rejoice in your weeping, for it is well earned. What am I? And then he takes a big bite of his apple. Hmm. Weeping, you say? Weeping. Weeping. It causes me. And you eat dirt. Before eaten, yes. Before eaten. Hmm. Hmm. I'm a little hard of hearing. Can you tell that again? <laughs> I eat dirt before eaten, from noble to cretan. I won't scream when burned. Oft I am cut and spurned, but I'll rejoice in your weeping, for it is well earned. Well, obviously, it has to be something that is eaten. Am I right? <laughs> that is a line. Well, 
Yes, I <laughs> did say that. <laughs> Something rejoice when weeping? Hmm, well earned. I would have to say Damn. an onion. That's right. Wunderbar. And he takes a bite of his apple again, but it's not an apple anymore. It's an onion. Hmm. Disgusting. <laughs> <laughs> Correct. Hmm. You are astute. And he stands up from his sitting position and he holds out his hand. And he says, my name is Falter. Pleasure to meet your acquaintance. My name is Mick, but you may call me Mickey. Ah, then you may simply call me Falter. Ah. <laughs> ah. And so we agree. <laughs> Tell me, Mickey, these new friends of yours, that that gold-skinned one, seem to try to keep away from me. What do you feel of them? Hmm. Well, I have many friends. I don't know who in particular you may be talking about. But, ah, yes, I do have one friend who has, as you say, gold-like skin. What about him? Oh, I, I just simply wanted to know if he's if he's always so standoffish. If he's my friend, he's a little bit of both. A little welcoming, friendly, standoffish. Anything on any day. You say many things, yet nothing at the same time. Indeed I do. Indeed I do. I would say I enjoy our conversation, but I don't truly believe we're having one. Maybe we are, maybe we aren't. <laughs> Mickey, might I be forward with you? Go ahead. Your acquaintance, Luca, I believe his name is, the one that you just sparred with. He wears his hats rather low around his head. I have the strange feeling that he's hiding something from the rest of you. Or it could just be stylish. I actually quite like that hat. Maybe I'll take it for myself. Well, I've only ever seen wicked men wear wide-brimmed hats, so to each their own. And why do you say this, or inquire? I noticed immediately that your acquaintances were not what I would say from around here. They claim to be from outside the fell, to the east, outside the mountains, but little do they know that nothing resides there but ocean and wide, wide, desolate plains. You have been here a while longer, but I fear you are from the same origin. I actually don't know these acquaintances very well. Perhaps they are from a far land. Will you excuse me? I must go inside and attend to my duties. Of course, of course, but first, may I quite ask, do you always wear a tailic face? Tailic face? Well, looky here, and I show my chin to him. I say, see, just as regular tailic guy. (laughs) 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 I think I hear, Mickey, Mickey, I I must go. And his, his smile fades, and he, he relents, and he kind of just <laughs> shoes you with his hand. And Should... it says, very well, I will wait here for the others. So Mick walks inside the compound. I walk in, and where is everybody? Reese has gone back to be with Lyrian. Luca is brooding, so it's totally open. He sees where Ephron is. He's not invading. He understands that Ephron's talking, probably doing something. He's kind of brooding in that area. Far enough away, like out of earshot, out of like, hey, I'm spying on your range. 
Well, that little conversation was going on outside. Ifran had his conversation with Muriel. Um, and then, you know, you're sitting there and maybe we pan to a shot of Ifran, <laughs> you know, scooting back his chair and standing up and giving a slight bow. He turns around, spots Luca nearby. Luca, good, you are here. Are the others here as well? And he scans the room real quickly. Um, yes. I passed Reese. He seemed to be leaving. I'm not sure where he went. And Larian is with the surgeons. I believe he's already mm-hmm. been treated. Good, good. And has Mick come in? Right yeah, now? you yeah. see Mick. And I Mike. come and I scurry to you discreetly, kind of looking around, <laughs> and I'm kind of nervous. And so I come towards you and I start to talk to you. So I whisper to you and I, I gesture over, Ifran. Uh, one moment, Luca. And I walk towards Mick. Ifran, there's a man outside who is inquiring about you. I believe you and your present company. Um, Ifran just casually walks out. Is there a window that faces the courtyard? I mean, the door's still open. Oh, uh, the door's still open? Oh, he takes a, <laughs> takes a look outside the door, sees the guy, recognizes him. Hmm. Yes, I've met him once before, but perhaps it is best to make him wait a while. And he just shoop, shuts the door. <laughs> <laughs> For we have business to attend to. Mick, come with me. Luca, please. Join me. Of course. Ifran leads uh, Luca and Mick over to the bed where Lyrian is and where Reese is waiting. My friends, we have business that we must attend to. If all goes well, and if you are still willing to help me with this business, then perhaps this will be the end of Count Algier. And perhaps, just maybe, we can get your friend back. This sounds wonderful, and we do appreciate your help, but as I'm sure Luca has already told you, the man we spoke with earlier today is right outside the door. Yes. I do not believe he likes me very much. (laughs) I don't believe he likes any of us very much. Mm -hmm. That is good, because I do not like him either. And I have no interest in speaking with him. So, as great as this plan may be, I fear we may have to deal with him first, unless there is another way out of this compound. There are many ways in and out, but what alarms me is that he was able to come in with such ease. Perhaps it would be best if we all talk to him together. Perhaps. We will deal with that later. What is this plan you speak of? There is a ball in six days that is being held by Count Algier. He has invited many important peoples to be there. Perhaps he himself will even be there now. At the worst, it will be an opportunity for us to observe and interact with some of his closest advisors. At best, perhaps Count Algier will be vulnerable, just enough for us to take our shot. It is in six days in his estate in Moorland, in the northern Barrowlands, north of here. But before we can go there, we must first go to Merhold. Baron Huttel, an enemy of Count Algier, has captured some very important persons to Count Algier. If we can go and extract information from them, perhaps they will reveal a way that we can infiltrate the ball, and then perhaps we can kill Count Algier, or at least get more information and come up with a better plan of how to draw him out and end him. How far is this estate from here, from Almoran? The estate is not so far. 
However, we must make haste to Merhold first, where the prisoners are. That is a two days journey. Hmm. If we leave now, we will have enough time to go to Merhold and come back before the ball. Will Lirian be able to withstand the travel? I will be fine. Good, good. Lirian, you are strong. Very good. Good indeed. Mick, I have also asked that you accompany us. I have gotten permission from Muriel. So, if you desire, you are welcome to join. I would prefer you to come with. Oh, well, I'm honored. And of course I'll come with the Ephron, my good friend. Good, good. Then we should get our rest. But before we do, let us talk with our friend outside. And Ifran heads to the door. And as Ifran's leaving, Reese just turns to Luca. Are you sure it's the best idea if you come along? I know that you and him got a bit heated last time. I have no interest in speaking with him again. Should he show any more interest in me? I'm sure he can find a way to make it happen. However, I must say about Mick, I do believe that he is in fact from the old world. His techniques with rapier, while extremely advanced, show the roots of the masters that I in fact studied. So I don't believe it was a coincidence that he recognized your warden. So while I don't know how long he's been here nor with which group he came, I do believe he is from the old world. Well, clearly while he looks so much like the people of this world, I can make no recollection of which group he came with. <sighs> Very well. And Reese eyes Luca and Lyrian and just says, best we keep this between us for now. And then he turns around and starts heading out the door. Lyrian looks at Luca and says, ah, give me a hand. And Lyrian reaches out his hand to get help getting up out of bed. Reese, wait up. And Reese kind of turns around and wait for Lyrian, and then I will walk them out. Okay, and Luca is not with the rest of the group in no, terms Luca of proximity. Inside. You see Luca pull out a small piece of wood and start carving. For your context then, Ammon, inside where Luca is, the general commotion above has died down a lot as the sun has been setting and night comes upon Almoran. Everyone has started to sort of pack up their activities and this operation, and a lot of people have cleared out from this okay. compound. And so outside now, it's a, it's a gentle twilight. I'm assuming Reese and Lyrian are in the back, and then Ifran and Mick are probably already at the man. Yes. Yes. Okay. yes. So you then, you, you go and join right next to them? Yeah, I do. Oh, and just so you know, I'm a little bit behind, like kind of staggered behind Ifran. Caution. You yeah. Know. <laughs> okay. <laughs> the man who has been introduced as Folter, he is once again in different clothes, more now in a simple tunic with a little pouch around his neck that he's sort of digging through, like takes out a coin, puts it back in, takes out another one, puts it back in, then looks up as he sees you all stop around him, smiles once more, and folds his hands behind him and stands up straight and says, Oh, so, oh, and his smile fades. I see the interesting one will not be joining us. I thought it best that he stay back, and he happily agreed. Oh, yes. Well... Why would one with such a debt want to clear it is beyond me? And he rolls his eyes. Reese, not really knowing what he's talking about and thinking he's just kind of talking foolishness, just kind of brushes it off. Now, you, and he looks over at Ifrin, you really have no stake in this. You come here to this place of sanctuary. I would say that I have plenty of stake in this. Please, 
If you do not wish me to be here, you may simply leave. No, no, I, I will stay, believe me, you. He turns now to Lyrian and he says, And your wound? How goes it? Well, I guess not much better than before. It's starting to heal a bit, but it'll take some time. And then he looks at Lyrian and Reese, sort of those, like eyes flitting between you two. Both of you look tired. You must understand that you are not long for this world, at least in terms of your abilities. That catches Reese's attention, and he just says, And what know you of that? I know plenty. So you seem to think. You are quite sure of yourself. As one like myself should be. And who is one like yourself? One like myself is a man who simply wishes to give those that which they deserve. So you've mentioned before. Actually, it's a bit different than you mentioned before. You say now what they deserve. You said earlier what they desire. Most oftentimes what they desire is what they deserve. However... I am more of the kind that deals when those do not particularly align. As you said, we are tired. And we are quite tired of you, quite frankly, coming here and invading this sanctuary of France. So what is it that you would like? He puts his hands up. Very well, very well. I will trouble you no more this day, and I will let you go on your little quest. But take heed and warning with you, for... As I said, your abilities are not long for this world. Perhaps you should hearken unto your newest companion, and he just, like, looks over at Mick, and perhaps not believe everything she... (laughs) I'm sorry, he says. And he withdraws two little vials corked with this shimmering blue liquid, and he flicks one over in Reese's direction and flicks another over in Lyrian's direction. Reese attempts to catch it. You easily catch it. Very well. Use those when you have need, and take it as a gift, free of charge this time. However, come calling again when you uh, need more, and we'll work out an exchange. And he, he goes, toodles, and he turns on his heel, and he walks out of the courtyard through the front, and then he's not there anymore. Reese stares at the vial for a few seconds and then shakes himself out of it, tucks it into his pocket, and then Reese looks at Ifran and says, Is there a place we can stay for the night? Ifran doesn't look very happy, but he just says, Yes, you may stay here. Devik will attend to your needs. We will talk in the morning. Right, and then well. he leaves. And then Reese turns towards Mick and says, I think we should have a chat one more time before we fall asleep. And he kind of motions towards Larian as well. I think we all need to chat. Very well then. Come to my quarters. And then he motions towards the door for Mick to lead the way. All right, so your evening carries on mostly uneventful. Everyone settles in. Davik and some other attendants attend to you. Ifran retires to bed. And then a little later into the night, once everyone has you know, settle down and ready themselves for sleep and rest and such. Luca, Lyrian, and Reese knock on the door where Mick is staying. Which, sort of outside this compound, they're, imagine like it's a, a square of houses. And so in the back part is where this compound was, where everything had been sort of unpartitioned, where there weren't any walls or floors. But then on the sort of the middle and front sides of this block of houses, 
there are still different residences and such, and that's where then Mick has his quarters. And where a lot of other members of the Children of Oriel, including Ephron, stay. I open the door and say, ah, just in time, please come in. Don't linger in the hallway. <laughs> I, I kind of want to hear uh, a description of what Nick's room looks like. Oh, yeah. Okay. <laughs> Imagine you are in literally the Renaissance. <laughs> it is beautiful, my friend, ornate. Actually, no, it wouldn't be because... This place in general, the walls aren't very ornate, but my bedspread is looking dang good. You can see that I've like made this bed sheet from like old clothes I have, so you know it looks dang good. Anyway, so it has stripes. <laughs> is it like a statue of David in the corner? He's just sitting there. There is indeed a statue, but it's of me. So. Oh! <laughs> <laughs> right next to the black velvet painting, also of Mick. Don't. <laughs> Actually, yeah, that's what you see on the walls is all pictures of me. <laughs> Please come in. Please have a seat. There's a small dinner table and with four chairs around it. And you guys take a seat. I do take a seat. Here's my question, though. Are all the paintings of this Talik man or are they of all kinds of different people? Uh-huh. No, they're all of this. <laughs> they're all the Talik. Uh, they're all of me. Mick, Mickey <laughs> that you see on the side. Maybe I have some photo albums. Who knows? <laughs> so are are they all like are they all paintings or are some of them like sketches and they're paintings, they're wow. sketches, they're like random news clips because that existed. <laughs> There's like a couple of nudes in the corner, but everyone just keeps their eyes away from that. Excuse me, please they're let tasteful. me clean up. <laughs> they're tasteful. They're tasteful. I put a blanket over my statue because it makes everybody uncomfortable. <laughs> Okay. Anyway. <laughs> so so are we sitting now? Yeah, I mean, yes. you guys decide. I told you to. Yeah, decide. okay. I, I sat. Re- resets. <laughs> Lucas sat, looked around, and chuckled. As Larian's sitting, he uh, he's like, I don't believe we've been formally introduced. I'm Larian. I shake his hand and say, ah, yes. Larian, you say? Mm, I think I had a cousin once with that name. Pleasure to meet you. And you are? I motion to this man with the mask. Uh, yes, as I introduced myself earlier, very shortly, I am Reese. Mm, pleasure. And then I put out my hand, and I have a big ring there. <laughs> Reese just kind of looks at the hand, and he's pretty tired, and he doesn't really know what's going on, so he attempts to take the ring off the finger. So then I quickly take my hand away, kind of like twinkle it away, wiggle my little fingers, and I say, pleasure. And we've been acquainted before, Lucius. Luca. <laughs> oh yes, I find Luca. Your memory oh. as in, is as impeccable as your speech. Ah, oh, it's very late indeed. <laughs> Luca so, has a grand old chuckle. He likes Mick. <laughs> and then Mick sits down. He puts his arm on the back of the chair and kind of like you know casually slumps into the chair and he goes. So what brings you to my quarters? As you mentioned, it is very late and we don't want to take up much of your time. I will try to be less confrontational, as I was earlier today. I do apologize, but my friend and I have good reason to believe that you are more like us than you lead on. As a matter of fact, we believe you came from the same place as we did. We have some evidence of that. Evidence? Luca. Any gestures towards Luca? During our bout earlier today, I found your skills to be very reminiscent of Leon's schools of fencing that I, in fact, attended. 
the Casino, the Biacci, and the Ricci. Your acknowledgement of knowing these masters could just have been one of your flowery words, but also your abilities demonstrated your knowledge. I believe you may have studied near my home in the Empire, or at least from that world that would have their knowledge. And, if that were not enough, your initial impression that you gave to me was quite substantial that you recognize this insignia, for it is very unique. The Rift Wardens have tried very hard to make it seem completely ordinary to those who don't know what it is. And if I didn't know any better, and Reese just kind of looks around the room, I would say you were a changeling. From my experience, those who appear as one who they are not need to completely surround themselves with constant feedback of who they wish to become in order to truly maintain the illusion. It would seem that you see deeper than my skin then. And then I stand up and I go to the cabinet and I bring out a big book that's leather bound. And I smack it on the table. I begin to open it and to show it to my guests. And as I go through each page, you see a different person. And you see like a Talik man. Oh, you see Mick. And then as it continues to go on, you see more faces from the old world, more men and women from the old world, different races and so forth. What you see before you is me. As I say that, I change into a changeling woman. And then my hair actually comes to my shoulders now and it's fiery red and I have white eyes. It's kind of creepy. Reese is just elated at his accuracy of just throwing that out there. Well, it does seem that you've been around quite a lot. And then he kind of sits back a little bit. So how long have you been here, actually? It seems you know the city quite well. I start to get a little more comfortable again. I got that out. So I sit back and I say, I don't know, it's hard to tell. By local time, I would say two to three years. And then Reese kind of thinks a little bit. Two to to three years. I know time here is slightly different. Who was... You're a leader when you came through the gate. Well, it's been so long, I actually can't remember too much of... What was his name? Was Ed, Edward, Edward... Edwin. Edwin. Would Reese have known Edwin? Edwin went through with his group ten months before you left. Okay. Edwin. And you, you say you've been here for three years. Three years? About? Edwin only left, but ten months ago. Well, ten months before we came through, that is. It's no surprise, really. We know that time is passing differently here. It's true. It's true. Well, I feel we have a better understanding of who you are. We don't need to go into everything tonight. We can discuss your story and how you came to land here precisely later. But I I do have one question, then, before I go to bed. And he pulls out the blue vial out of his jacket. The man who we spoke with earlier today mentioned that you might know something about... Well, the magic that we possess in the old world. Does this have anything to do with that? Indeed it does. What you have in your hand is called a lycol. What is in there is captured essence, what they call magic here, in order to produce magic and produce and cast spells. Your old world magic is no longer useful here in this world without these. Lyrian was actually explaining something that made me wonder about that earlier. What, what was it you said again, Lyrian? Well, I tried to cast a spell earlier, and it just didn't work. So, Mick, I guess, unless you have a different name. Mickey will do. 
<laughs> Very well. I do like Mickey. How long will this give us? Is it by time or how often we use it? The essence effect should last a couple of days. And to be quite honest, I'm a little rusty on my changeling knowledge. Do you possess any magical capabilities aside from your shifting abilities? I do indeed, actually. In fact, when your friend came here, Lyrian, is it? With his injuries, I tried to cast my own spell, but I forgot to use this vial, therefore it was not effective. I see. So how, how do you come by this essence? I have my ways. I have about 12 of them right now. <laughs> 12? Well... Since we only have one, I, I do not wish to impose, but if we were in a dire situation, and we are about to depart on this mission, I hope that we could spare a little bit of that. Is there a place that we might obtain some more of this essence? In order to obtain the Lycol, we'll have to go to Mainstay. Well, I did not see it on any maps of the surrounding areas, so I can not help but assume that it's quite a ways away. Very well, then. Well, Mickey, or whatever your name is, actually, I am feeling quite tired, and I were tired to bed, but it has been an honor to actually meet you. And Reese stands up, he gives a short bow, and walks out. Luca also stands up. An honor indeed. An excellent fencer, milady. Little bow, walks out. He's been kind of, like, below the table doing, like, a, a slow clap, because he did not expect that changeling thing coming out, so he's just kind of, like, a little nod, because he hasn't said anything out of this, he just walks out. Lyrian gets up and says, thank you for your time, and departs. I give a little nod to all of them, <laughs> and I shoo them away. <laughs> so Luca, Lyrian, and Reese go back to the main common area of the compound and are shown where they can sleep for the night. Mick, have you changed back into your persona, or are you still a changeling? Um, I'm going to change back into a Talic man, you know. You never know if somebody's going to like come barge in. You're like, Ugh. Like knock on the door, as someone then does. Oh, and so I change back into a Talic man, and I kind of get my clothes all proper. I look, in, I look into the mirror, kind of get spiffy up, change my hair, <laughs> and then I walk gracefully to the door, and I say, oh, who could that be as I open up the door at this hour of night? And you see a golden-skinned man. <laughs> <laughs> Dark hair. And he's pretty short. <laughs> like 5'4", five, 5'5". Five, five. It's Ifran. In case you didn't. I didn't see that one coming, guys. Ah, Ifran, my friend. How are you? Mick, I am... I would not lie. I am troubled. Come, come in. He comes in, I hope. Yeah, and yeah, yeah. <laughs> and then I close the door. <laughs> Ah, Ivron! Please make yourself comfortable. What is troubling you? These people, Lyrian, Rhys, and Luca, they are not telling me the truth. Oh? No. The man who came, that was not the first time I saw him. And every time I saw him, he seemed particularly interested in a debt that Luca must pay. He mentioned strange abilities that Lyrian and Rhys possess. Yet I know nothing of these abilities. They say they are far from the East. Yet I have never heard stories from the East. I have never heard of the people there. It is very unusual. And I'm afraid the benefit of the doubt can only go so far. And now, with the man coming again, you seem to be entangled in all this as well. For he has taken as much interest in you as he has in them. 
people. Hasn't he taken interest in all of us? No, not me. There is something about you four. I would say you three, but I do not know what to make of this. What did he say to you? The man. Okay, Ephraim. I will tell you everything. 